Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Recorded live. Hey, it's Mike again. Did another recording. I don't know. I don't know if anybody, I have no idea if anybody's even listening at this point because the uh, talk show doesn't tell me. Anyways, it could be just exercise for me because I really do need to read the Bible again. I didn't do much reading last year on it. And, uh, Time to move on. And so, uh, basically, we're on page, the King James Bible, page 80, 81, chapter 45. Is that what it is? And, <clears throat> boys. And told Jacob that Joseph is alive and is ruling Egypt. And that God used his um, the sufferings in order to prepare a way to help uh, J- uh, Jacob and his family to survive a terrible famine of seven years. We all have our famines, don't we? Many sometimes it's over and over again. And uh, Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices unto God of his father Isaac. And God spake unto Israel in a vision of night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here am I. Here am I. And he said, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will there make of thee a great nation. And I will go down with thee into Egypt, and I will also surely bring thee up again. And Joseph said, And Joseph shall put his hand upon thy eyes. And Jacob rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father, and their little ones and their wives, and the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods, which they had, and gotten in, in the land of Canaan, and they came into Egypt, and Jacob and all his seed with him. And his sons and his sons' sons with him, and his daughters and his sons' daughters, and all his seed brought he with him into Egypt. 
And these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Jacob and his sons, Reuben and Jacob's first subborn, and son, so Reuben, Hanuk, and Phalu, and Hezron, and Carmi, and the sons of Simeon, and Jamal, uh, and Jamin, and Ohad, and Jachin, and Zohar, and Shaul, the son of the Canish woman. And the sons of Levi, and Gershon, and Kohath, and Mirai, and the sons of Judah, and Ur, and Onan, and Shelah, and Perez, and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamal. And the sons of Issachar, Tula and Fuva and Job and Shimron, and the sons of Zebulon and Sirin, and Elon, and Jaliel, and the sons of Leah, which she bare unto Jacob, and Padanaram, with his daughter Dinah. All the souls of his sons and his daughters were thirty and three. So there's that number again. At 33 is a very special number in the Bible. Even if the Freemasons and the Jesuits usurped it, there's still something important about it. And the sons of Gad, and Zephion, and Haggai, and Shunai, and Isbon, and Eri, and Rodai, and a Rai and the sons of Asher, Jimna and Ishua and Isui and Berai, Beriah and Sira, their sister, and the sons of Beriah and Heber and Melchiel, and these are the sons of Zelpah. And whom Laban gave to Lehah, his daughter, and these she bare unto Jacob, and even sixteen souls. And the sons of Rachel and Jacob's wives, Joseph and Benjamin, and unto Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim, which, as not the daughter of uh, Patifera, uh, priest of On, bare unto him. And the sons of Benjamin were Bila and Bichar and Ashbel and Gura and Naamah and Ehi and Rush and Muppim and Hoopim and Ard. And these are the sons of Rachel, 
which were born to Jacob, all the souls were fourteen. And the sons of Dan and his, and Hushim and the sons of Nephetali and Jaziel and Gujini, Juni and Jazar and Shalem. And these are the sons of Beha, which Laban gave unto Rachel, his daughter. And she bare these unto Jacob, and all of the souls were seven. And the souls that came with Jacob into Egypt, uh, which uh, came uh, out of his loin besides Jacob's son's wives, and all the souls were three score and six. Sixty-six. So there's that number again. And the sons of Joseph, which were born him in Egypt, were two souls, and all the souls of the house of Jacob, which came into Egypt, were three scores and ten. Seventy. There's that number again. And he sent Judah before him unto Joseph to direct his face unto Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. And Joseph made ready his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, to Goshen and present himself unto him. And he fell upon his neck and wept on the neck a, a good while. And Israel said unto Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen thy face, because thou art yet alive. And Joseph said unto his brother and unto his father's house, I will go up and show Pharaoh and say unto him, My brethren and my father's house, which were in the land of Canaan, are come unto me. And the men of the shepherds, and the men are shepherds, and their trade hath been to feed cattle, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And it shall come to pass when the Pharaoh shall call me you, and shall say, What is your occupation? That ye shall say, Thy servant's trade hath, hath been about cattle from our youth, even until now, both we and all our fathers, that ye may dwell in the land Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination unto the Egyptians. <laughs> and then Joseph came and told Pharaoh and said, My father and my brethren and their flocks and their herds and all that they have are come out of the land of Canaan, and behold, they are in the land of Goshen. And he took some of his brethren, even five men, and presented them unto Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto his brethren, What is your occupation? And they said unto the Pharaoh, Thy servants are shepherds, we, both we and our fathers. They said, Moreover, unto the Pharaoh, For to sojourn in the land are we come, for thy servants have no pasture for their flocks, for the famine is sore in the land of Canaan. Now, therefore, we pray thee, let us, that thy servants dwell in the land of Goshen. And Pharaoh spake unto Joseph, saying, Thy father and brethren have come unto thee. The land of Egypt is before thee. 
In the best land make thy uh, father and brother to dwell. In the land of Goshen let them dwell. And if thou knowest any man of activity among them, then make them rulers over my cattle. And Joseph brought Jacob his father and set him before Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said unto Jacob, How art thou? How old art thou? And Jacob said unto the Pharaoh, The days of the years of my pilgrimage are a hundred and thirty years. Few or evil have the days of the years of my life been have not attained unto the days of the years of the of the life of my fathers in the days of their pilgrimage. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from before Pharaoh. And Joseph placed his father and his brethren and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, the best land, the land of Ramesses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph nourished his father and his brethren and all his father's household with bread according to their families. And there was no bread in all the land, for the famine was very sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan and of the the corn which they bought. And Joseph brought the money into the Pharaoh's house. When the money fell, fell, failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan and all of Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, Give us bread, for why should we die in thy presence for the money faileth? And Joseph said, Give your cattle, and I will give you your cattle if money fail. And they brought their cattle unto Joseph, and Joseph gave them bread to exchange for horses and for flocks and for the cattle and herds and asses, and he fed them with bread for all their cattle for that year. And when the year was ended, they came unto him the second year and said unto him, We will not hide it from my Lord. How that our money is spent, my Lord, also hath our herds and cattle. There is, uh, there is not enough left in sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our land. Wherefore shall we die before thine eyes? Both we and our land, buy us and our land for bread, and we and our land will be servants unto Pharaoh and give us seed that we may live and not die in the land and be not desolate. And Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for the Egyptians sold every man his field because the famine prevailed over them, and so the land became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he removed them to cities, one end from one end of the border of Egypt, even unto the other end thereof. And only the land of the priests bought he not, for the priests had a portion assigned them of Pharaoh, and did eat their portion which the Pharaoh gave them. Wherefore they sold not their lands. Then Joseph said unto the people, Behold, I have bought you this day, and your land uh, for Pharaoh. Lo, here is 
seed for you, ye shall sow the land. And it shall come to pass in the increase that ye shall give a fifth part unto Pharaoh, and four parts shall ye be for your own. For the seed of the uh, of the field, for your food, and for them that are of your households, and of the food of your little ones. And they said, Thou hast saved our lives. Let us find grace in the sight of my Lord. We will be Pharaoh's servants. And Joseph made a law, a law over the land of Egypt unto this day, that Pharaoh should have a fifth part, except the land of the priests, which became not Pharaoh's. So Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen. And they had possessions therein, and grew and multiplied exceedingly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years, so the whole age of Joseph uh, was 147 years. And the time drew nine that Israel must die, and he called his son Joseph and said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me, and bury me not, I pray thee, in Egypt. But I will lie with my fathers, and thou shalt carry me to Egypt and bury me in their burying place. And he said, I would do as thou hast said. And as he said, he swore unto me, and he swore unto him, and Israel bowed himself upon the bedhead. And it came to pass these, after these things that one told Joseph, Behold, thy father is sick. And he took with him the two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And one told Jacob, said, Behold, thy son Joseph cometh to thee. And Israel strengthened himself and sat upon the bed. And Jacob said unto Joseph, God Almighty appear unto me at Luz in the land of Canaan, and bless me, and said unto me, Behold, I will make thee fruitful and multiply thee, and I will make thee a multitude of people, and will give this land to thy seed after thee for an everlasting possession. And now the two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, which were born unto thee in the land of Egypt before I came unto thee in Egypt, are mine, as Reuben and Simeon they shall be mine. And thy issue, which thou begettest after them, shall be thine, as shall be called after the name of their brethren, and their inheritance. And as for me, when I came to Padan, Rachel died by me in the land of Canaan in the way, when yet there was not was but a little way to come unto Ephrath. And I buried her there in the way of Ephrath, the same as Bethlehem. And Israel beheld Joseph's sons, and said, Who are these? And Joseph said unto his father, They are my sons, whom God had given me in this place. He said, Bring them, I pray thee, unto me, and I will bless them. 
And now the eyes of Israel were dim of age, so that he could not see. And he brought them near to him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said unto Joseph, I had not thought to see thy face, although God hath showed me also thy seed. And Joseph brought them out from between his knees, and he bowed himself with his face in the uh, to the earth. And Joseph took them both, and Ephraim in his right hand towards Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand, and brought them near to him. And Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it upon Ephraim's head. It was the younger and left hand upon Manasseh's head. And guiding his hands wittingly, from Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me all my life long unto this day, and the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads, let my name uh, be named on them and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth and when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand upon the head of Ephraim it displeased him and he held up his father's hand and removed it from Ephraim's head unto Manasseh's head and Joseph said unto his father not so, my father, for this is my firstborn. And put his right hand upon his head. The father refused and said, I know it, my son. I know it. He also shall become a people. He also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he. His seed shall become a multitude of the nations. And he blessed them that day, saying, In thee shall Israel bless, saying, God make thee as Ephraim and Manasseh. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. And Israel said unto Joseph, Behold, I die, but God shall be with you and bring you again upon the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to thee one portion above thy brethren which I took out of the land of Ammonite, which with my sword and with my bow. I didn't see. Hmm. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. And gather yourselves together to hear, ye sons of Jacob, and hearken unto Israel your father. And Reuben, thou art the firstborn. My might and the beginning of my strength and an excellency in dignity and an excellency of power. Unstable as water, thou shalt be shall not excel, 
Because thou wentest up to thy father's bed to then defile it, thou it, and he went up to my couch. And Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are in their habitations. O oh, my soul, come not thou into their secret, unto their assembly, mine honor. Be not thou united, for in their anger they slew a man, and their self-will they dig down the wall. Cursed be their anger, for it is furious, their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion whelp from the prey, my son. Thou art gone up and stooped down and couched as a lion and as an old lion who shall rose him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver, the scepter, I guess we say, uh, shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, and to Shiloh come, and to him shall the gathering of the people be, binding his full, fall full unto the vine. His ass is colt unto the choice vine. He washes his garment in wine, his clothes in the blood of grapes. And his eyes shall be red with wine, and his teeth white with milk. And Zebulon shall dwell at the haven of the sea, and he shall be for a haven of ships. His border shall be unto Zidon. And Esachar is a strong ass couching down between two burdens. He saw the rest was good and the land that it was pleasant, and bowed his shoulders to bear and became servant unto tribute. Dan shall judge his people as one tribes, one of the tribes of Israel, and Dan shall be a, a serpent by the way, an adder in the path that biteth the horse's heels, so that his rider shall fall backward. I have waited for thy salvation, O Lord. Gad, a troop shall cover, overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. And out of Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. And Nephetali is a hind let loose. He gives goodly words, and Joseph is a fruitful bough, even the fruitful bough by a well, whose branches run over the wall. The archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow abound in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob from thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Even by God thy father, who shall help thee, and by the mighty 
or by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, and blessings of the breast and of the womb, and blessings of thy father, have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the utmost bound of the everlasting hills, and they shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of the head of him that was separated from his brethren. And Benjamin shall remain as raven as a wolf, and the morning he shall devour his, the prey, at night he shall divide the spoil. And these are the twelve tribes of Israel. And this is it that their father spake unto them and blessed them. Every one according to his blessing he blessed them. He charged them and said unto them, I am to be gathered unto my people and bury me with my father in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, and the cave that is in the field of Mechpelah, which is before Memre, and the land of Canaan, which Abraham bought with, a, with the field of Ephron, Ephron the Hittite, for a possession of a burying place. And there they buried the Abraham and Sarah, his wife. And there they buried in Isaac and Rebekah, his wife. And there I buried Leah. And purchased the fields and the cave that is therein was from the children of Heth. And when Jacob had made an end of commanding his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed and yielded up the ghost and was gathered in unto his people. That's a long ways to go to bury the body, too. And Joseph fell upon his father's face and whipped upon him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. And the physicians embalmed Israel, and 40 days were fulfilled for him. For so are fulfilled the days of those which are embalmed. I didn't know that. I don't know if I read it. I forgot it. Isn't that interesting? Embalmed. Some kind of transformation. And the Egyptians mourned for him three score and ten days. There's a seven again. And when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spake unto the house of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found grace in your eyes, speak, I pray you, and in the ear of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Lo, I die in my grave, which I have digged for me in the land of Canaan. There shalt thou bury me. Now, therefore, let me go up, and I pray thee, and bury my father, and I will come again. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury thy father, according as he made thee swear. And Joseph went up to bury his father with him, and went up all the servants of Pharaoh and the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, and all the house of Joseph and his brethren in his father's house. Only their little ones and their flocks and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. And there went up 
with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. And they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond Jordan, and there they mourned with a great and very sore lamentation. And he made a mourning for his father seven days. There's that seven again. So 13, 33, 40, and 70 are all four numbers, huh? For some reason, God, I have no idea, but you do. And when the inhabitants of the land and the Canaanites saw the mourning of the floor of Etad, they said, this is the grievous mourning to the Egyptians. Wherefore, the name of it was called Abel Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. His sons did unto him according as he commanded them. For his sons carried him into the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Mechpelah. which Abram brought with a field for the possession of a burying place of Ephron and the Hittite before Mamre. And Joseph returned to Egypt, and he and his brethren and all that went up with him to bury his father after he had buried his father. And when Joseph's brothers saw that his father was dead, they said, Joseph will pre-adventure hate us and will certainly requite us all the evil which we did unto him. And they sent messengers unto Joseph, saying, Thy father did command before he died, saying, So shall ye say unto Joseph, Forgive, I pray thee now. Thou trespassest thy brothers in their sins, and they did unto thee evil. Now we pray thee, forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of thy father. And Joseph wept when they spake unto him, and his brothers also wept and fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we be thy servant. Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for I am, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it, it is this day, and such much the people live, uh, much people alive, alive. Now, therefore, fear not, fear ye not, I will nourish you and your little ones. And he confronted them spake kindly unto them, and Joseph dwelt in Egypt, he in his father's house. And Joseph lived a hundred and ten years. And Joseph saw Ephraim children, a third generation, and children also of Mature, the son of Manasseh, were brought up upon Joseph's knees. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land, unto the land which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and he shall carry up my bones from hence. So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt.
the second book of Moses called Exodus. Chapter 1. Now these are the names of the children of Israel which came into Egypt. Every man in his household came with Jacob. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Esachar, Char, Esachar, I don't know how to pronounce Esachar, I guess. Zebulon and Benjamin, Dan, Nephtali, Gad, and Asher. And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were 70 souls, for Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all the generations of the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and multiplied, and waxed exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. And there rose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and come to pass. It comes to pass that when there there falleth out any, any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. So get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built the, for the feral treasure cities of Python and Ramses. And, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they grew and they were grieved because the children of Israel and the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with uh, rigor and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and brick and in all manner of service in the field and their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor and the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of one was Shephrah, the name of the other was Puha, and he said, When ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, see them upon the stool. If it be a son, then ye shall kill him, but if it be a daughter, then she shall live. Wow, but the midwives feared God, it did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but save the men children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have you done this thing and have saved men children alive? And the midwives for the Pharaoh unto, said unto the Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere and delivered her, the midwife, come in unto them. Therefore God dwelt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And the Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took his wife, the daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when he saw him that he was a goodly child, he, she hid him three months. 
And when she could not no long not longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and dabbed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river brink. And his sister stood afar off uh, to wit what would be done to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself in the river and her maidens walked along by the riverside and when she saw the ark among the flags she set her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it she saw a child and behold a babe wept and she had compassion on him and said this is one of the Hebrew children. Then said his sister to the Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew woman, that she may nurse the child for thee? And his Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Go. The maid went and called the child's mother, and Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away, nurse it for me. And I will give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto the Pharaoh's daughter, and became her son, and she called his name Moses. She said, Because drew him out of the water. And it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, that he went out unto his brethren. And he looked on their burdens, and he spied on an Egyptian, spiting an Hebrew, one of his brethren. And he looked this way and that way, and when he saw that there was no man, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out uh, the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together, and he said unto them that did the wrong, what... Wherefore smiteth thou thy fellow? And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me, and as thou killedest the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled far Far, uh, from the face of Pharaoh, and dwelt in the land of Midian, Midian, and he sat down by a well. And the priests of Midian, the priest of Midian, had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs of the water of their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. And when they came to Ruel, their father, he said, How is it that ye are come so soon uh, today? And they said, The Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds, and also drew water enough for us, and watered the flock. And he said unto his daughters, And where is he? Why is it that ye have left the man? Call him. He may eat bread, and Moses was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses Zephorah, his daughter, 
And she bare him a son, and he called his name Gershom. From he said, for he said, I have been a stranger in a strange land. And it came to pass in the process of time the king of Egypt died. And the children of Israel sighed by reason of bondage. And they cried, and they cried upon, came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, and with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect upon them. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, and the priests of the Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in the flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked and beheld, and the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside, and I see this great sight. Why, the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am I. Here am I. Here am I. God is I am, but when man says something to God, it says, am I? God is the great am I that I, I am that I am. Am I? Am I? Am I? I am, I am, I. Okay. There's something special about them saying it the way they say it. And he said, draw not nine hither, Put off thy shoes from off, from off thy feet, for this place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And God said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land unto the good land, and a large, and unto a land flowing with milk and honey, unto a place of the Canaanites and of the Hittites and of the Amorites, Amorites and of the Pezozites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. And therefore, behold, this cry of the children of Israel has come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I, that I should go unto Pharaoh, 
that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt. And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have seen thee. And when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, My God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. Not am I, but I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am, hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of the few, your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. This is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and of Jacob, appear unto me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. Am I to I am? And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and the Jebusites and unto the land of flowing milk and honey and they shall hearken to thy voice and thou shalt come thou and the elders of Israel unto the king of Egypt and Ye shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews shall hath met with us, and now let us go and beseech thee three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. Not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand, so I am sure he knows. And we will let you go, and I will stretch out my hand and spite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof, after he will let you go. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. But every woman shall borrow her neighbors and of her that sojourneth in her in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment, and ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. And Moses answered and said, But 
Behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thy hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a serpent. And God and Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thy hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and it became a rod in his hand. And they may believe that the Lord God of uh, the Father, God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto thee. And the Lord said, Furthermore unto him, Put now thy hand into thy bosom, and he put his hand into his bosom, and when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. And he said, Put thine hand in thy bosom again. And he put his hand into his bosom again, and he pulled it out of his bosom, and behold, it was turned again into his own flesh. Wait a minute. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now thy hand into thy bosom. Now what was that all about? And it shall come to pass that if they will not believe thee, neither hearken the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And it shall come to pass that if they will not believe also these two signs, neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou takest out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land. And Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? And who hath maketh the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. And he said, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite of thy brother? I know that he can speak well. And also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee, and when he sees thee, he will be glad in his heart. Thou shalt speak unto him, and put words in his mouth, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth, and will teach you what ye shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be even as he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. And thou shalt take this rod in thy hand, and wherewith thou shalt do signs. And Moses, well, Moses went to went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, father-in-law, and said unto him, let me go, I pray thee, and return unto my brethren which are in Egypt. 
and see whether they be yet alive. And Jethro said, Moses, go in peace. And the Lord said unto Moses and Midian, go and return into uh, Egypt, for all the men are dead which sought thy life. And Moses took his wife and his son and set them upon an ass, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses spoke, took the rod of God in his hand, and the Lord said unto Moses, When thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand, but I will harden his heart, and he shall not let the people go. Thou shalt say unto the Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, and Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And he said unto thee, Let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. And it came to pass by the way in the inn that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. And Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet. That surely a bloody husband art thou thou to me. Now let's try this again. The Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zephyr took took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it and said, Surely a bloody husband art thou to me. What? That's some of the most confusing things. Now, first of all, I wonder why he meant by stop to kill him. Literally. So he let him go, and then she said, A bloody husband art thou because of circumcision. And the Lord said unto Aaron, Go into the wilderness and meet Moses. And he went and met Moses in the mount of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him all the signs which he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron spake all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses and did the signs in the sights of the people. And the people believed, and when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel, that he had looked upon their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. What is that going on there, God? And it came to pass in the way to the end that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zephorah took the sh- a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it by his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband art thou to me. So he let him go. And she said, A bloody husband thou art because of circumcision. And the Lord said unto Aaron, What does that mean, God? What does that mean? What 
this mean? What is it all about? And it came to pass in the end that the Lord met him and, and sought to kill him. I don't understand that, God, in any way, shape, or form. What does it mean that she thought sought to kill him? And then why did she end up cutting the foreskin off of the son, her son, and casting it before whose feet? Because the last person that was being spoken of she was met and sought to kill him, and then she took the strip stone and cast it at his feet. Is that Moses' feet or God's? It has to be Moses' feet. And surely a bloody husband art thou to me. So he let him go, and then she said, A bloody husband thou art because of the circumcision. And so he let him go. What does that mean? What does that mean, God? What does that mean? <clears throat> what does that mean? What does that mean? Dear Heavenly Father, here I am, praying to the great I am, in the name of Jesus, I only begotten. I am that I am. Thank you for your spirit, God. I thank you for the opportunity to read your word. And I hope that this goes out to somebody and helps somebody besides myself. Praise and glory to you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. The great I am. I am that I am. Here I am. That whole thing has something to do with uh, circumcision, does God, of course, and that, you know, if he's going back into the Israelites and he has a son, obviously the son needed to have you circumcised. Of course, that upset his, his wife. And maybe she was tempted, actually, to kill him 
because he didn't want she didn't want to cut the foreskin of her son's baby. That must be it. I guess his first episode of dealing with rebellion against the Lord and the Lord's word and his service. Others, women in particular, can be pretty cruel, pretty rebellious, cause a lot of heartache and pain. It's not necessary. Not necessary at all. But must I guess it is because, you know, I guess tempt. Yeah, uh, Moses, you know, who are you going to serve, buddy? You're going to serve your woman, you're going to serve me. And he did the right thing and he served God and made a big difference in this world. Now, in her life, and it made it in her life too, although she probably couldn't see it until it was. Uh, time had elapsed, I'm sure. Maybe she never did. We'll find out, huh? You know, it's funny, you read the Bible and you forget so much. But now, that's such a rush. And it means a lot more. By the mercy and grace of God, it means a lot more. <laughs> 